0: And welcome once again to another exciting episode of Cool Pods, a podcast series brought to you by Cool Earth Connections. I'm your host, Deepakulkarni, and with me today is co founder of Green Sports Alliance, Scott Jenkins. Welcome, Scott. It's wonderful to have you here.
1: Great to see you. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. so what actually intrigued me, Scott, about your initiative was that uh, the way you aligned the sustainable goals, um, you know whether it is climate change, plastic pollution, GHG emissions, and how you inducted that into the sports arena, which is extremely powerful and I thought that was a, that's a fantastic uh, initiative that you took. Thank you. So, you. You're welcome. Uh, so, to start with, uh, let's start with how did you come about forming uh, the Green Sports Alliance?
1: Um, I was uh, working for the Seattle Mariners in Seattle, where I live now again. And um, this would have been maybe like 08, 09. Um, we started collaborating with the professional teams, the people that ran the venues, um, mm-hmm. and Paul Allen. Uh, owned the Seahawks, Sounders and Trailblazers. And then I was working across the street for the Mariners and MLB. And we started just collaborating um, organically and just thinking about how we can run our buildings more efficiently, how we can drive sustainability through our operations. Um, And then uh, we started thinking, you know, there's probably a need out there to help our industry adopt more sustainable practices. It certainly can improve our bottom line, reduce our environmental impacts. Um, And the real exciting piece was what what the opportunity is to leverage the visibility of sport to influence other people, you know, through the millions of fans that come to our venues and the corporate partners that that we work with in our venues. So we we started thinking a little more broadly um, and brought the Canucks from Vancouver down. Um, and the Seattle Storm from the WNBA. And we started thinking of having workshops internally. How do we help each other? And how do we drive sustainability uh, through sports? And that that really led to the creation of the Green Sports Alliance. So we're basically a trade organization, a C6. Mm -hmm. uh, And we now have members across really every professional league uh, and most teams. Uh, We got really strong support from the commissioners at the time of the major sports leagues. Um, So we're definitely kind of based in north america but we also have um you know members throughout the, the around the world and also a fairly significant college membership as well so over the what has it been now 12 13 years 13 years probably that we've been around oh, okay. um we've definitely grown grown the movement and our influence and of course today now more than ever, we realize the importance of sustainability, and uh, we still have the promise of leveraging the visibility of sport to make an impact. So, um, things are getting more exciting as we go.
0: Absolutely, and um, you know, uh, the sports is it's uh, the heartline of any country, whether it's U.S., Europe, India, Australia, right? Um, so, I think this is a very powerful way of uh, getting um, into the hearts of the people. It is.
1: You know, we we have an obligation as kind of members of our community and and a responsibility to our fans and the communities in which we live, work and play. And and we have an opportunity to make a difference. Um, And so when we do things and lead by example, and then leverage our corporate partnership and our communications and engagement with our employees and our fans, we really do have an opportunity to make a big impact.
0: Absolutely. Um, So do you think, uh, you know, it's going to impact the way people are going to approach sports? Uh, I, I'd like to think we are making changes. Um,
1: you know, when, when you come to a sporting event, you don't come there to learn about the environment or to yes. learn about the environmental you know, initiatives, um, but it's there and, and we're doing it, you know, whether it's around our waste, or waste programs, around circularity, whether it's around water conservation or energy or transportation or food. Uh, even cleaning, although most people don't see behind the scenes what we do for cleaning. But there's a lot of ways we can demonstrate better uh, ways of conducting our business and showcasing that with our corporate partners and, and again, leveraging the visibility of our venues and our teams to um, to raise the conversation. Um, And so I think it's somewhat unexpected to some degree um, that sports might take a leadership role in that. But I think things have evolved in the last several years where more and more people are expecting – companies, of yes. any business to, yes. to, to do the right thing, not just to make money. Um, and so uh, while obviously every business wants to be profitable, um, when we think about sustainability, it is a way to drive profitability and it's a way to drive impact um, and social responsibility. So uh, there's a lot of ways to create value from doing these things.
0: Absolutely. And, it, uh, you know, you can bring a lot of goodwill, uh, especially for the corporations who get involved. Right. Uh, at the same time uh, even as individuals you feel great uh, you know somebody going um, to an, a sports arena or a stadium and feeling really proud uh, of uh, being uh, at, you know um, a participant kind of uh, in yeah there's a there's a lot
1: of pride and emotion in sports we get attached to our sports teams and our Absolutely. communities Um, And we want to see that our sports teams represent something positive, right? Yes. It's not just winning on the field. It's what do we do in the community. And and, and again, things have evolved since we started the Green Sports Alliance. But, you know, it's clear, very clear, painfully clear that we've got to change our ways and we've got to do things differently related to the to the environment. Um, And so I think there's more of visibility that companies are falling under now um, from the public, from the consumers. Uh, yep. What are you doing? Yep. Uh, it's not okay to just sit on the sidelines and Absolutely. let someone else deal with that anymore. It, you know, and and I think when we started the the Green Sports Alliance, you could you could really stay out of it and just do your yep. thing, and no exactly. one expected you to. But I think those days are gone. Um, I think there's risk in not doing things yeah. the right way yeah. or not yeah. getting engaged, and mm-hmm. I also think there's huge opportunities in getting engaged in the right way. So you know, it's it's a risk reward kind of thing, and everyone's getting pulled into the game now because of the visibility of the issue um and we're so ingrained and so visible in our communities and with the millions of fans that we we interact with that um that responsibility and that opportunity is something we shouldn't miss and and if and if we're asleep at the wheel then the risk side of that equation is going to come and hit us hard so um yeah and uh, people are starting to see too you know weather-related issues are impacting our business. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you take the long view, you know, not just the consumer brand kind of risk relation, Uh, if you really think about our business and and the health uh, for our employees, for our our athletes, and the opportunity to have a schedule and and hold it, Um, and we're having weather-related events now that are getting in the way, Um, and, and, you know, whether it's heat or severe drought or, or tornadoes, whatever it might be, hurricanes... Um, we we know that that's those are real threats and they're all getting amplified because of climate change. Yeah. Uh, if you're a, if you're a snow sport person or a winter sport person, they're really on the front edge of those yeah. impacts. Um, so it's not going to get better until we really change the, our ways. So if you really take the long view, um, this is something we we've all got to get in the game and start making some changes.
0: Yes, I totally agree with that. I mean. Um, uh, has, has the pandemic brought about a new outlook, uh, to the way the corporations or the sports organizations are aligning their objectives, uh, with the GSA? Well, I, I
1: think, you know, across all business and sports, no different, and maybe, maybe to even a greater degree, sport, social issues are, are, uh, an agenda topic. I mean, we, people look at us, what are we doing? What's our position on things? Um, if you go back 10 years ago, I don't think people would have expected no. sports teams to take a position on climate uh, or the environment. Although some were it's a credit to them and, and more have gotten in the game. But I think over the last several years, for a variety of reasons, um, you know, sport is having to step up to the plate and, and, and take a stand and the stands that have been made about, you know, protesting, you know, police brutality, um, and equity and justice are quite amazing. The Black Lives Movement ha- ha- yeah. sport said, well, "Look, we, we yeah. st- we're going to stand for this. Um, and so, um, you know, a few years ago, that would have been almost unthinkable that, that a sports league would take a position that, like that, that visibly. Um, and, and in fact, if you go back to the Colin uh you know, <laughs> debate about kneeling, uh, you know, sports didn't want to get into that fight, you know, and, and, and it was ugly. Um, and um, but when when things unfolded like they have with the pandemic and, and the, the unfortunate events uh, that unfolded uh, unrelated to the pandemic, people are there on the right side of the issue and they're taking a stand. And so I think they've been thrust into that, um, you know, willingly to, to do the right thing and stand for what's right.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's absolutely so encouraging, uh, you know, because, uh, like I said, now uh, nobody can just say I-, I can't be a part of it. It's no longer uh, even even an obligation. I think it's it's a matter of no choice at this point.
1: Yeah. And, and there's opportunity. I mean, with visibility, and r- there's responsibility. You know, we yeah. have power, our yeah. visibility, yeah. our industry yeah. and our, our customers, you know, expect us to stand for something that's meaningful. And uh, these are important issues that have to be dealt with and, and sports is playing its role. Now, there are people that say, you know, sports should be sports, stay out of it. Uh, and they might argue the same thing about business, but, you know, we're inextricably part of our community and our absolutely. society. And, and we've we've all got to get it in the game and, and stand for what's right.
0: Absolutely. And um, uh, like you said, right, uh, you are absolutely an integral part of the society, uh, it, you know, barring any culture cultural differences or anything like that. It doesn't matter which country you belong to or where where you are in the world, but this does affect you. And sooner or later, you have to see at sustainable goals, even in the sports uh, arena. Yes, yeah, so, for sure. So I, I think that's absolutely great. Uh, now, I know you had an opportunity to work at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And I also had an opportunity to be there at that point. Uh, in fact, it was a Green uh, Sports Alliance meet over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you worked, uh, you know, towards achieving a net zero uh, goal over there. So what are the different, um, you know, initiatives uh, that you had over there uh, in terms of composting, uh, recycling, water conservation?
1: Sure. Um you know, for, first off, to do uh, to make a big statement and to invest and do the right thing, it, it takes. You have to have the, the leadership, the ownership. Say this is an this is an important strategy that yes. we're gonna we're gonna achieve. Um, and so Arthur Blank was clear about that from the beginning, not just that it was gonna be this you know beautiful building, technically advanced, great customer service, but it was also gonna be environmentally responsible and and try to forge new ground. Um, and so it takes leadership. Uh, investment uh, to do that and so kudos to Arthur and that's part of why I left Seattle to go to Atlanta but um, the nice thing about that project is I got there early as we were still designing it and the engineers and architects already had a good vision for what the building was going to be mm-hmm. um, and, and we, we, we pushed it as far as we, we could go um, and achieved LEED Platinum certification so it was the first uh, okay. LEED Platinum certified Centrified. professional sports stadium um, and that that really you know, d- drove uh, decisions about efficiency, environmental impact, um, and, you know, first and foremost, to be in the heart of Atlanta, yeah. uh, surrounded by public transportation in the heart of the city is a, is a really smart move for a lot of reasons. Um, but transportation impacts are one of the biggest emis- emitters of carbon uh, of our business, and it's the fan travel. So where you locate matters. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a good move um, right on public transit. Um, we have... We had deployed a bunch of you know, charging stations for cars, which you know, now it's becoming more and more common. Back then it was still a little bit you know, on the front edge. Um, so transportation was important. We had a, a bike valet that we staffed for fans to ride their bike to the game. Um, so transportation was definitely a, a piece of the puzzle. Um, energy was a big piece of the puzzle, uh, you know, efficiency in general around water and energy. And we, we designed a building to save about 29% of the energy of a typical building and about 47% of the water. So very water efficient, very energy efficient. Um, we invested extra money so we would be uh, all LED lighting. Um, nowadays, you know, a few years later, that's standard fare, but at the time, it was in transition from more conventional lighting to LED lighting, so there had to be an additional investment to do that, which by the way, pays off pretty quickly. Um, Nowadays, thankfully, things are advanced, uh, and that's really the only way people are lighting these days. Um, uh, Efficient controls for HVAC, efficient HVAC systems. So doing the things we could do to conserve, um, and then also on the energy side, we had a la- rather large solar deployment mm-hmm. um, around the site of the building, uh, covering parking canopies, uh, covering the entry gates, and also around the Georgia World Congress yeah. campus. Yeah. Um, so there was a sizable piece of renewable energy. Um, so we, we, we did the right things, um, to, and you have to work hard to get to lead Platinum. That's not easy. Um, water was kind of fun, too, because we were right in the heart of Atlanta, and you know, before these cities got, got large and kept building and building, you know, there were natural water systems in place that we all just ignored, right? And the city just encroached on them. And now there's more storm runoff, And that has an impact in the neighborhoods too, with, with flooding events and has water quality issues with the water feeding into the Chattahoochee River and habitat and all that stuff. Um, So we had a really robust um, rain harvest system where we collected water that fell on the site um, so that we didn't, contribute that to the storm events. Um, and then we were able to reuse that water for cooling tower, makeup water, and also to irrigate the landscaping. Um, and we had some bioswales in place, which mm-hmm. re- again reduced the, the contribution to storm events. So it was really kind of a, a holistic approach um, and driven by lead trying to achieve platinum um, and doing what was what made sense in, in the heart of Atlanta. So it was it was a good uh, really really good project to be involved in. And, yeah. and today I would say this, it, it's not enough, yeah. uh, you know, it's not enough to be to be less bad. Yeah. Yeah. We really have to be, we have to get to neutral Too and we got to get to regenerative. Yes. And so, you know, on the spectrum of, of where, where lead code takes you, you're a bottom feeder if you're building by code. Yeah. If you go lead certified or silver or gold or platinum, you're heading in the right direction, but you're still you're not at a point there. where we're, we're just less bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we've got to get to neutral yeah. uh, quickly. And then we got to get to regenerative, you know, actually improving the environment. So there's there's a lot of work to be done yet, but it, it's doable. It can be done. And the arena here in Seattle, Climate Pledge Arena, mm-hmm. um, the naming rights um, deal with Amazon, they're gonna they're gonna be carbon neutral, and not just the mm-hmm. operations, but actually the carbon embedded in the construction. Um, so they're they're showing that yes, you can go beyond neutral and actually you know, make a, make make a big, difference. big difference. And and that's that's real leadership. But the trick is, you know, we have the spectrum of, you know, from people that just build by code and, and operate without really paying attention yeah. to different degrees of getting better, but still not where we need to be. And then really pushing beyond that into regenerative. And that's really the, the trajectory we all need to go in and we need to to quickly get to neutral and then find ways to start to restore things.
0: Yeah. And um, I think you did that, that was a great start, right, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It, it was in the right, you know, start in the right direction. Um, a great step forward, I would say. Uh, it, it is, because, and it's visible. People see yeah, it. You know, yeah. when you
1: come to the building, you're going to see solar power. You're going to see waterless urinals. Yeah, you know, I, you probably see. won't see the, the cistern. Um, you might notice the bioswales, swales. Yeah. But these are all things that can be incorporated into better design. Yeah. That reduces our impacts and protects our environment and you know, we really gotta stop burning fossil fuels. Oh, you know, yeah. There's Absolutely. no we should all be renewable energy. We should have it all on we should have as much as we can on site. site yeah. We should get our utilities to provide renewable Absolutely. energy. Um, we should be protecting our stormwater systems, we should be conserving the water we consume, uh, and we have to do some, you know, restoration uh, of the natural environment as well. So, yeah. um, and then on the waste side, of course, you know, we've, we've shown that we can, we can operate venues in a zero waste way, yeah. um, you know, and, and by 90% diversion rate, we kind of say, yeah, that's zero waste um and the at State Farm Arena they're operating that way now at a 90 plus diversion rate um so, so there's very little waste going to the landfill right so you know waste water and energy are really the three key things i think um yeah. and transportation of course is a biggie and where food comes from is a biggie um uh, but those are all, those all things roll up into our our you know our impacts and we know we can do this and we know we can do it better we've we've just got to get everybody moving mm-hmm. faster now
0: yeah you know? yeah um, and and the, the beauty of it is, uh, you know, you already have an established model. You've already done it once. So you can always duplicate this and <laughs> learn from it and make it better, right? That's a great opportunity to have.
1: Yeah. And people pay attention, you know, what folks are doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, recently, you know, the, the, the using sports as a platform is becoming more common. You know, Climate Pledge Arena yeah. is a huge statement. Uh, and what, they, what they're doing there is fantastic. Uh, but there's Ball Arena uh, in Denver, and that, you know, Ball is a big aluminum manufacturer. They they, they make cans and cups, yeah, and they've yeah. launched an aluminum cup, um, and so that's infinitely recyclable, and that's, you know, has some attributes that are better than things that are going to go to the landfill yeah. or plastics, if you will. Um, and so the naming rights deal is, is their names on the building, and there's Footprint Arena, Footprint Center in Phoenix, where the Suns play, and that's another sustainable connection, connection. to a naming rights partner. Um, so these things are getting more common and more visible.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, uh, and knowingly or unknowingly, um, the whole community does get involved, whether it's as a, as a player or uh, somebody working at the arena or somebody coming to visit, uh, you know, to see a game. Um, I think that's the power of it. That's the beauty of it.
1: Yeah, it, it's an opportunity to bring everybody together. Yes. You know, do go have fun, support your team, but yeah. know that we're making progress and there's things that we can do to lead, by example, and engage our corporate partners. And hopefully that rubs off on our fans and other businesses in the community and even government for that matter yeah. too, because, you know, you you got consumer
0: preferences, Pressure, yeah.
1: consumers that drive... Yeah. business you got businesses that respond to the yeah. consumers and market products and you have government that set you know making make infrastructure investments and set public policy but, yeah. and the rules and it really to solve the problem we got to have we got to figure out how to bring all three together
0: and, and, and catapult start, this forward yeah absolutely i mean uh, no i i i i loved it when i was there um and it was so encouraging and very delightful to see all that
1: well, and I'll tell you, you know, from my experience in Seattle with the Mariners and, and at Mercedes-Benz Stadium with the Falcons and Atlanta United, there's a certain value and the pride that the employees yeah, have absolutely. and the fans have for the team and the venue when they know that they're stepping, uh, you know, they're leading and they're doing things the right way. Um, and, and we shouldn't underestimate the value that that creates with that employee engagement and that fan engagement. Um, and then of course teams, uh, and venues have an opportunity to engage their corporate partners, uh, which then amplify the message. So this, this whole kind of ecosystem, if you will, around sustainability creates value in many ways. Yeah.
0: And that's an intangible value. I would say intangible, you don't, you know, you can't put a price on it as well. So it,
1: it's, it's hard to quantify for yes. sure, but yes. but it does roll up into, you know, it's, you, I can tell you it's moving things in the right direction. I might not be able to put exact dollar figure on it, but, um. But when you do it, when you strike a naming rights deal, and, and it's around an environmental uh, initiative, you can put dollars on it, and yeah. they're significant. Like I yeah. said, there's three large naming rights deals out there that have have come about in the last couple, last two years, three years. Um, and so, uh, you know, we still have some venues that are named after oil companies too.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's we, we, true. We've got some work to do. But
1: you know, <laughs> even the oil companies need to change their ways. and uh, yeah. We've had, had some interesting conversations recently. Somebody saying, "Well, you know, what what would you know what what corporate partner is? Is it safe to kind of do an environmental initiative with?" And, and they said, "Well, what if it was British Petroleum, BP?" Oh, yeah. And okay, that's an oil company. Yeah, <laughs> their hands their hands are are deep into the carbon emissions, but they're also doing a lot on renewable energy. So, I mean, yeah. these companies that are traditionally you know operated a certain way, um, you know. We, you could pick on each of us. You know, if you, if you live in a glass house, you shouldn't throw yeah. stones. And we're all guilty of wasting things, water, energy, Absolutely. carbon emissions. Um, so I think everybody's got to come in, in the tent. Everybody's welcome. Um, but we do have to be careful about greenwashing and making sure that what, what you're doing and what you're saying is actually meaningful. Um, uh, there's a, a corporate partner of ours at the Green Sports Alliance, and they, they've just launched a product called Fade and it's a it's a it's a substitute for traditional plastic mm-hmm. and it's PHA okay um, which, which is which is compostable Absolutely. and bi- it, it's yeah. compostable in the natural books. environment home compostable it yeah. can compost in the ocean environment yeah. uh, obviously it can compost in a commercial environment mm-hmm. and PLA polylactic acid has been the traditional base yes. for a lot of these compostable elements, elements that we yeah. use in our food service industry Um, and a really important contributor to our zero waste initiatives and trying to close the loop and create these circular economy solutions. But now you have a company that's traditionally made, you know, landfill-bound materials that now has an initiative around a product which they've branded FADE. And at the Super Bowl, the the straws that were used at SoFi Stadium were FADE straws. Um, So, you know, you're getting innovation. You're bringing the business community in. You're using sports to kind of raise the visibility of it. And, and everything we do has some impact, and, and there's usually not a perfect solution, but but it's innovation and uh, opportunities to communicate and drive change, uh, which is what we need. So, um, kudos to, to companies that are making they those investments that. and seeing that you know at the board level they're obviously seeing that there's opportunity. Yes, and I think they're also recognizing there's there's risk. Yes, um, and so you know another big thing over the past ten years, twelve years that the alliance has been around. I don't think a lot of companies looked at sustainability and the environment the way they look at it today as integral to their business strategy, Um, and so I I think that's encouraging.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's really wonderful, Um, you know. And uh, uh, I know that uh, you have different initiatives that are going on, uh, but the one that that comes to my mind is the play to zero initiative that you have right now. Uh, so how does it uh, kind of tie in, into the uh, Green Sports Alliance objectives?
1: Yeah, that's an initiative we've been developing for over a year now, and we, we're doing it in conjunction with the USGBC, United mm-hmm. States Green mm-hmm. Building Council, and mm-hmm. their ARC platform. Yeah. Um, and so it's a very robust platform for data collection around what the USGBC and LEED certification has mm-hmm. been doing for a long time. Uh, and it's actually has a rather large global footprint um, the ARC platform, um, and so the, we're excited to partner with them um, and to uh, launch a program through the Green Sports Alliance with our members, our teams, and our venues to um, develop uh, a roadmap to zero, which is really what we're trying to do. Right. So um, energy, water, and waste are three early categories we're working on, um, and what Play to Zero is is really an opportunity to benchmark performance because, you know, what we measure gets managed. Um, so we, we need to know what is our carbon emissions around energy, what's our water footprint look like? what's our waste uh, categories look like? And then how do we move in a direction that, you know again, from from less bad <laughs> to neutral if we can. So our goal is, is wherever wherever our teams and venues are, we need them in the game. We need them to play. So, so the first first position is to play,
0: yeah.
1: play to zero. Uh, and then we have a goal of a 30% improvement uh, to be a leader. 50% improvement to be a champion and then the net zero champion. Um, and so on waste, a 30% diversion rate gets you to the leader, 50% diversion rate or more gets you to the champion. And then, of course, if you're zero waste, you're a zero waste, waste. champion. On water, you know, what are we doing to conserve water? What are we doing to restore water? And again, 30, 50, and zero. Um, and then, same thing on the energy side. Um, we're trying to keep it simple. Um, Obviously, there's lots of ways to contribute carbon uh, in our businesses uh, to the atmosphere, which is a bad thing. But let's just focus on energy and let's get that right. So what are we doing to conserve energy? What are we doing to produce energy, renewable on site? What are we doing to buy renewable energy? Um, And then where we we get to a point where, you know, we kind of get stuck, there's ways to get offsets and rack, you know, wrecks for energy, carbon, and and water restoration credits. So that's kind of the, the cheap, I uh, would say cheap way, uh, less meaningful way, but still meaningful to get to zero. Um, and, and as we chart our course to this journey, um, you know, we'd love it to have you know to not consume any water, but that's not realistic. We gotta consume water. Yes. Um, but on our energy front, we could uh, we could consume all the energy we use that's renewable.
0: We, yeah, we can exactly. Do that now. Absolutely. That's
1: doable. Absolutely. And again, Climate Pledge Arena is doing just that. And in, in fact, they've gone they've gone back to the embedded carbon in the construction to offset that. Oh nice. um, So so we can do those things. Um, but uh, business as usual would say, I'm just gonna buy the power of the cheapest power I can get, I don't care where it comes from. That's not gonna cut it. So so what play to zero really is is an opportunity to, to, to engage our teams and venues. In this journey from where they are to where we need to go, and then have recognition along the way for their leadership uh, in in making these steps um, in the right direction, and 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 that gives an opportunity to engage their corporate partners yeah. to showcase some of these technologies around energy, water, and waste, and and then our fans and our employees, um, and and so along the way. We're, we're doing our part to, to lead to a more sustainable future. And, we're, you know, and, and sustainability, from a business perspective, if you can show a way to make money doing it, and yeah. it's good for the business, and it's good for the environment, it's just going to push, push us faster. Yes, absolutely. And so that's really what we're trying to do with Play to Zero is create those opportunities to create value across all those different points um, and really drive the change that's going to get us to zero.
0: Oh, that's, that's absolutely wonderful. I mean, uh, that the initiative, um, I think, like you said, it, it engages uh, the corporations, the communities, the probably the local government, right? Because you do need all kinds of permissions. And um, so, that's, yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's,
1: again, it's visible.
0: It's, um, exactly.
1: People, would, people probably would rather hear it's, it's probably more noteworthy that a team is doing something like those, like that than if, you know, a, a business somewhere did it or a church or a school. I mean, it's still meaningful, but when your local sports team at, at this venue that everybody hears about and, and millions of people come through the door does these things and engages in that conversation, it, it shines a light on
0: absolutely uh, the
1: things that we can do. absolutely And, and, and hopefully that, uh, that inspires everybody to get in the game.
0: Yeah. And um, since, it, you know, you have such a huge clout, you have the fan base, you have the corporations; uh, they also have a cloud. Uh, I think that's where the impact will come from.
1: Yeah, it's it's leveraging what we're doing. I mean, you know, some people would argue, oh, you know, our input, our our carbon emissions and impacts are so huge. The sports industry is gigantic, but honestly, it's a small sliver of, of what our economies represent. Um, and, and and we want to we want to be a leader in what we do to do things right and do things better, and then hopefully, you know. Unleash that across the rest of our economies and the rest of, of our life, our lives and our fans, um, to scale those efforts. And and the more people that um, become aware, more people that choose to do it. You know that signals to the marketplace that there's business there, and that spurs innovation and marketing around these things. Yeah. So, you know we need we need to get the get this thing spun up so we all start moving faster.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think what you have really going for you the the most. I would say the the strongest part is sports, and with sports come emotions. So yes, you indeed. know, and that is extremely powerful.
1: And, and, and you know, we and obviously we want to win on the field. That's the most important thing as a as a sports team. You know, we want to deliver a winner. Uh, but there's ways to win, and there's ways to compete, and, and we want to do it the best way we can. So there's ways to create value. Yes. On and off the field. Um, So, uh, you know, make no mistake, everybody, every team wants to win. And that's that's the priority. But we but we can endeavor to do that and and do do better and do more uh, to to have a bigger impact just beyond wins and losses.
0: Absolutely. Um, And and that's the uh, that's the beauty. I think when when I read about the Green Sports Alliance, um, that really um, got through to me. Uh, you know, the, the kind of impact uh, that you can have uh, in the long run. And every small step counts, right?
1: It does. It all rolls up. You know, I like think I said, we're, we're you know, you might look at us and go, hey, you guys consume a lot of energy, you consume a lot of water, you create a lot of waste. Yes, we do. But, you know, when you cross all of society, all of business, yes. all of the fans, all of our communities, I mean, it's massive. It scales up fast. Um, and so, if we can make incremental changes and spur other people to make incremental changes, yeah. those, those, when you roll all that up, that makes a big impact. Um, but again, we we you know we're behind the eight ball, so we got to start uh, making those impacts and and scaling them quickly.
0: Yeah. So you said you have members all over the world, um, you know, and I I know that you have almost uh, three hundred partners that support uh, the Play to Zero yep. yeah, initiative of yours. I,
1: yeah, we're, our um, our organization has members all over. Um, you know, our strength is North America. Um, that's the base of it. Uh, collegiate members across North America, um, all of the professional leagues, um, and then we have international partners too. Um, and we collaborate with other organizations. We're not the only only sports sustainability organization. Right. Uh, there, there's other ones too. So, um, and even the UN um, has an initiative, and you know, UEFA's got a big initiative. The Olympics, the IOC has a big initiative. Um, and so we're all doing our thing, trying to figure out and try to navigate, um, you know, this landscape and trying to use sport for good. Um, and you know, there's times we collaborate and share, share ideas. Um, but you know, we, somehow my, my, my goal is we all kind of harmonize and get behind something that we can all move. And um, one of the things that's important to recognize is it, it's hard, it's, it's you know, business as usual and breaking from the norm is not easy. Um, and so we've got to keep things simple and we got to communicate it to our fans. Yes. And I think some of, some of these initiatives, and I love lead and it's really driven a lot of innovation across the built environment and sports too, you know, the segment of sports. But it's complicated, and you know you can get ISO certified. It's complicated. Um, there's lots and lots of things to it, and this issue is, is very uh, broad and very deep, but when you come to market something and you want to drive consumer change or consumer habits, we've got to narrowly focus it around things they can understand or relate to. Uh, and that's why I think play to zero is so powerful. It's energy, water, and waste. Yes, um, and and we've got to get to net zero on the energy side on the carbon. We've got to protect our water and reduce our water consumption. We've got to get to zero waste. So we've purposely s- defined that in three simple three buckets, if you will, um, because if we get too nerdy. On, on every little detail, uh, you know it just gets lost, so we 've got to get better at honing the message and simplifying the message yes. so we can we can drive awareness and action across our communities uh,
0: absolutely I think uh, I think that the kind of uh, initiatives that you have taken um, you know going along, what I feel is if if you can do this here in America in North America. Somebody sitting across in Asia or Australia can obviously get that um, incentive or that motivation um, encouragement to maybe do something like this in their country so
1: sure and they're doing good work you know all over the all over the world you know in Australia and Europe in particular uh, we follow closely what's being done and, so and you... you know there's there's a lot of good work being done um, so. You know, it's encouraging from that standpoint. Again, going back to the 12 years ago when we launched the Green Sports Alliance, it was very much a fringe thing, Um, and we are are trying to get the industry to to adopt it. But it's it's no longer just a fringe thing; it's it's core to what we do and how we do things. So um, that's encouraging. But uh, like I said, we got we got a long ways to go yet.
0: You do, you do. Uh, But do you feel? Really great that um, you know that sports is going to become a very important and integral part of uh, the sustainable uh, goals. Or
1: um... yeah, I, I, you know, I have hope that it, that will max. You know, we'll take advantage of our opportunity to, yes. to have to be an influence. You know, we have been an influence and we've been a, a positive force. Um, but you know, we can do more, and we need to do
0: more. Absolutely, and uh, really, um, I, I really wish you all the best. <laughs> I think this has been a wonderful uh, conversation with you and it's very delightful um, to, to know that you know, you, can, you can actually uh, get into the, uh, the central part of the fabric of a society uh, you know, and touch that part um, and use that uh, to make a positive impact so we can all make this a more beautiful planet, a safer place for us and our coming generations.
1: Yeah, health, healthier, safer, healthier, uh, yes. more prosperous. Yes, you know we can't take the environment for granted anymore. I mean, we've done it for far too long, and we see what that what that's doing for us, and it's it's not good. Um, so you know, climate change is real. It's here. It's affecting yeah. us already, and it's going to get a lot worse if we don't get a lot better.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just saw last week all the uh, the storms and the floods and. We never used to hear so many of them, right? I mean, yeah,
1: it's it's crazy weather. I mean, you know, when you think of like uh, horrendous tornadoes running yes. through the middle of the country. Yes. You know, through Kentucky in, in December you're like, what is that about?
0: What's the, and yeah. and
1: you know the huge amounts of rain we get yeah. and then the the west suffering from the drought. Um, you know, it, it, it is it is climate change and the scientists were right, you know, back in the 70s or whenever. And we've been sitting here, you know, with, with Doing our eyes nothing. closed and, yeah. and our ears plugged and ignoring it for far too long. And um, I'm afraid the impacts are, are, are pretty, pretty dramatic. And, you know, we know, and then the, again, the encouraging thing is the people that run businesses, you know, at the board level now, this is a conversation. It's on yeah. the agenda. Absolutely. And, and, and again, it's a threat uh, yeah. to society. It's a threat to our businesses. Um, it's a threat to our brands. But it's also an opportunity to innovate. And be more efficient, be more profitable, improve our brand, improve our employee and 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 customer uh, engagement. So you know, if you, if you don't, if we don't get in the game, if businesses don't get in the game and figure this out and do the right thing, someone else will replace them. Yeah, or consumers will decide to buy buy from somebody else. So it's not an option anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's becoming almost like a collective consciousness. You know,
1: it is. I mean, there's there's something about that. You know, doing the right thing and what do you represent? and What's your legacy? yeah but um you know and and that that will inspire some people to act and other people may be driven more by you know prosperity and opportunity and other people may be motivated by by risk and fear but you know all those elements are there around climate change yes so you know you you don't have to look hard to figure out we got to do things differently
0: yeah no we see it now it's no longer just in the books it's no longer just on paper um, yeah. you and I we see it right I mean we see it in our own place where we live um, as well as we hear it in the news so um, so I uh, that's why I think um, every little initiative uh, is so important in that direction yeah and I, and I
1: hope people just start to realize are things that they, that they can do the decisions they make on a day-to-day basis and, and I hope that sport continues to be a leader and, and show people what can be done and collaborates with government and business to you know bring these innovations to, through sport to the community.
0: Yes, absolutely and um, I really applaud what you're doing at the, the Green Sports Alliance um, and uh, I think uh, I think you have you have the right vehicle, you have the right target uh, and you're going in the right direction. And I really wish you all the best. And I thank you for coming here because it's been wonderful uh, having this conversation with you. And um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, this podcast of mine, it gets shared and it reaches a lot of people. Uh, So you can so we can get this message across. You know, that's what I want to do through my podcast. Good. Well,
1: thanks for what you're doing. And I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. It's been fun.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, uh, if you want more information, you can always... This podcast is going to be on my website. It's uh, connections um, at sustainableservices.com. And uh, you can go get more information of my podcasts over there as well. So thank you again, Scott. And Thanks, uh, And uh, yes, we are all caring for a better earth and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thanks for visiting. Thank you. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.